Hey, BSN listeners, as always, here on the BSN Nuggets podcast, really excited to tell you guys about some game-changing coffee. Strava Craft is the CBD-enriched coffee that has really changed lives. Their reviews are incredible, so make sure you check them out. This CBD-infused coffee has taken away long-term migraines, back pain, arthritis, IBS, has helped decrease anxiety, you name it. CBD is also all-natural and not psychoactive. The coffee is rich and tasty, and we couldn't recommend it anymore to our listeners. Check it out for yourself today. And you can receive 20% off when you use the code BSN2019 at checkout, and you'll get it shipped straight to your door. What's going on, guys? Welcome into a brand new edition of the BSN Nuggets podcast. Harrison Wind here on a Tuesday. We are presented today by Total Beverage, where you can get 30% off your purchase of $25 or more by using the code BSN2019. You can do that online or on the Total Beverage app. And you guys know this by now, but Total Beverage delivers to most of the metro area and also now has CBD products as well. Think about that. You don't even have to leave your house to have beer, wine, liquor, spirits, or CBD products delivered to you. Make sure to hit up Total Beverage uh, for all your needs this week and into this weekend. On today's show, continuing the mailbag that I began on Monday's podcast, asked you guys for questions on Twitter, on bsndenver.com, where subscribers can leave comments there for priority answering by me or through email wind at bsndenver.com on twitter at harrison wind too uh, so i will get to those momentarily no world cup minute for me today and no real exhibition matches for spain or the u.s or serbia to catch you guys up on but once the world cup actually begins the tournament portion the portion that actually counts yeah, right. These exhibition matches, they don't really count, but there's certainly a lot of them in the lead up to this thing. Once the tournament begins on August 31st, I will be giving you guys a lot of coverage of that because, hey, it's the only thing going on, and the Nuggets will probably have Mason Plumley, Wancho, and Nikola Jokic playing central roles for three of the favorites in this summer's World Cup. So I'll be bringing you guys coverage around that a little later this month. Another programming note, yours truly taking a little vacation throughout the rest of this week and next week as well. I might be popping on to a couple podcasts over the next few days, but BSN Denver's Andre Simone will handle the duties. We might have a couple other guests on here and there over the next week or so, but just need a week to get away and just kind of reset ahead of not the FIBA World Cup, although I will be excited to come back and cover that. But really just before the NBA season tips off and we really get into the thick of things. So I'll be gone for a little bit. I'll be back September 2nd on that Monday to start the podcast again, cover the World Cup, and get you guys ready for Nugget season. We got a lot of cool stuff planned over the next month into September and, of course, October. So really excited to get things going. Let's get on to the questions, though. I've been telling you guys when you guys submit questions for the show, when I ask for them, the best way to do that, to get priority over other people that are submitting questions, leave them on bsendeavor.com if you're a subscriber on every story that's on bsendeavor.com along with every podcast that gets posted at the bottom of every story of every podcast, there's a comment section. That comment section only open to BS Endeavor subscribers. And I think I told you guys this on Monday, but if you are a subscriber and you leave a comment or question there, I'll give it priority and get to it before the first break. So without further ado, this question comes from BSN Denver subscriber Humpback Chub 55 
little bit of a Broncos slash Rockies crossover reference there. But he writes, hey, Harrison, how's it going, man? Love the work you've been putting out. Can't wait for you to drop new podcasts. Here's a couple questions I have. What is a real sick number that would be fair to both Denver and Beasley to agree on an extension for? When could we see them reaching an agreement on that? And then two, he goes on to say, I understand the strong love for their countries and pride in playing for them. However, why do NBA teams allow their superstars to play in any games outside of the NBA that they're under contract for? Thanks, and BSN fam, make sure to grab a damn good beer. Cheers. Of course, Humpback Chub 55, they're referring to Breckenridge Brewery beers. You guys, if you haven't tried a Strawberry Sky, I'm telling you, it's the beer of the summer. It's the beer of the year. Get on that while you can. Let me get to the first part of that question here. What's a realistic number for Denver and Malik Beasley to agree on for an extension? I reported on this last week, but my feeling is that Denver will present an extension offer to Malik Beasley closer to the season, probably around training camp, somewhere around there. And, you know, I'm not sure if the two sides are going to agree to a deal, uh, but a potential contract that they could agree on, just kind of speculating here, but I'd be looking at Will Barton's contract for a bit of a comparison to what Malik Beasley could make. I would say if Denver comes at Beasley with, say, a two or three year deal where he's making around what Will Barton makes, that could be a figure that both sides agree upon. So say it's a two-year, $26, $27 million deal, or you know a three-year, $39 or $40 million deal per year. That's around what Will Barton is making, around $12, $13 million. So maybe like a two-year, $26, $27, $28 million deal, or a three-year, $38, $39, $40 million deal. I feel like both sides could agree to something like that, but I would expect Denver to come at Beasley with an offer and try to get something on closer to when the season starts. I think both sides would like to work something out for sure. I talked with Malik Beasley at his camp here in Denver last weekend, and he definitely said he could see a long-term future here with the Nuggets in Denver and that he would like to work something out. You'd always like to get something like that out of the way. Will they agree to an extension? I'm not sure. I can assure you, though, that Denver will come at Beasley with a number, and then the ball will kind of be in Malik Beasley's court. Just quick note on that. If they do not come to an extension, Malik Beasley's still under contract for next season, and they can agree to this extension all the way up until the first game of the regular season. He's still under contract for next season. This contract, like Jamal Murray's extension, would not kick in until the beginning of the 2020-2021 season. Second part of this question right here. I understand the strong love for their countries and pride in playing for them. Why do NBA teams let their superstars play in games outside of the NBA that they're under contract for? My feeling is on it is NBA teams probably don't really like their guys playing in them, but playing for your country, representing your country, it's a big deal to a lot of guys, especially international players, certainly more than U.S. players, it seems. And in the end, I don't think teams really want to be in the middle of that and you know risk ill will you know, towards their players in, in that way and just kind of be the thing preventing them from representing their country at the highest level. I don't think teams want to keep that from their players, although they, I think deep down, would rather their guys not participate in it and just rest up for the season. But international players, and especially guys in the Nuggets, they take a lot of pride in representing their country. And I think teams just... Don't want to put themselves in the middle of that and don't want to create that friction or possibly create that friction and just let their guys 
find that joy and just get to have that experience of playing for their national team and wearing their country's colors. That's a really important to guys. And I think while NBA teams would probably rather their guys rest up for the regular season, in the end, it's probably not worth it for them to just stand in their way and possibly create some friction there. All right, before we get to some more questions, it's time to take a second to acknowledge Breckenridge Brewery, the official beer of BSN Denver. Breckenridge is, of course, the original Colorado beer. They were established in 1990 in Breckenridge, Colorado. You've probably heard of their delicious vanilla porter, along with their oatmeal stout, most people's personal favorite, the world-famous Avalanche, which is their classic American amber ale. I know you guys have had one of those out at one of these Denver bars. But Breckenridge Brewery, they just released a new beer called Strawberry Sky that you guys are going to love. For you beer enthusiasts out there, they're calling this a light-hearted cold shale. But for those of you who have no idea what that means, this is a light, delicious summer beer that you've been looking for. So look for Strawberry Sky at your local liquor store or any other Breckenridge beer. And also, make sure to check out the Breckenridge event calendar on bsndenver.com. You'll be able to see all the events that we have planned right there. And of course, we'll be drinking Breck beers at all of them. So RSVP and have a good time. Let's hit a quick break. On the other side, more of your questions right here on the BSN Nuggets podcast. If you live in the South Metro area and have been looking for top-notch customer service, extensive beer, wine, and spirit selections, and unbeatable prices, look no further than Davidson's Beer, Wine, and Spirits. You won't find a more varied inventory anywhere else. Don't just take it from me, guys. This is Michael, and he's been shopping at Davidson's since they opened. The thing I like about Davidson's versus the competitors, it has a larger selection. And if I am going to buy Spirit, then Davidson's is usually my first choice as well because just of the size of the selection. I also like the extensive selection of some hard-to-find items. But that's not all. Every department is staffed with highly trained specialists who can help you find exactly what you're looking for. I've always found the folks that you chat with to be knowledgeable. I've chatted with the spirit staff about different bourbons and different vodkas, and I am always chatting with the wine staff about different things and saying, I like this, what else do you have that's similar? Particularly when I go to non-U.S. wines, I find them extremely helpful and helpful helping me find something I'm looking for. What are you waiting for? Head to either of their locations in Centennial or Highlands Ranch and follow them on Facebook to stay up to date on their latest specials. Welcome back, guys, to the BSN Nuggets podcast. Harrison Wind here on a Tuesday. We're presented, of course, by Total Beverage. Let's get on with some of your guys' questions. Mario writes in, Hi, Harrison. How's it going? Dog days of summer now. Can't wait for the NBA season to start. Recently on NBA TV, I was watching a Nuggets game where Jamal scored 48 on Boston last season. What a great game. I would agree. One thing I noticed was how well Wancho played in that game. If healthy and strong, Wancho can be such a solid player off the bench. I agree there too. How is he doing this summer? Is he over his core injury? I hope so. Can he be at 100% next season? Do you feel he can finally get over the hump and be healthy for an entire season? Yeah, it's funny. Going back through some of Wancho's game lines, especially earlier in the season. Man, he had some impressive moments. That game Mario was referencing against Boston, Wancho played 24 minutes, eight points, five rebounds, hit two threes. He had that 23-point game against Cleveland, one of the better games of his career, hit five threes in that one. Of course, we all remember that early game last season against the Warriors where he had that game-saving block, had eight points in that one. Like He posted big numbers at the beginning of the year. 25 points against the Hawks, hit 9 of 12 field goals that game. Next night, 20 points and 11 boards against New Orleans. 
27 against the Spurs in December. We all remember that one well, where he hit six of seven threes. He's shown he can do it in spots, but he hasn't been consistent. And I'm worried that lack of consistency could keep him out of the rotation again next season because Nuggets rotation is stacked. You guys know that. And just kind of looking at the depth chart right now, he's probably behind Will Barton at small forward and Torrey Craig. And then at power forward, he's most definitely behind Paul Millsap and Jeremy Grant. So he's going to have to fight to earn his minutes for sure. He's going to need a really strong training camp in preseason. It certainly seems, and I believe he is 100% over that core injury. He's playing significant minutes for Spain. They were kind of ramping him up minutes-wise early on in their exhibition matches, but you know he's been starting, playing around 20, 25 minutes a game, which is a pretty typical starter amount for Spain in these FIBA games where quarters are only 10 minutes instead of 12 minutes. So it does seem like he's 100% healthy, and he should be entering next season at 100% too. And I mean, he could be healthy for the entire season, Mario, but that doesn't necessarily mean that he's a fixture in the rotation. Like he's going to have to earn his playing time. Personally, I'm rooting for him because he's just such a fun guy to watch. He's such a good teammate. I said this last year. He's the best teammate I've ever covered. It's how he cheers on his guys, how he's always in a good mood, how he's willing to do what he's asked on the floor. And just, he fits the nuggets so well. I've spoken about this before, but the way he moves the ball, how good of a shooter he can be, how he plays off Jokic, his offensive IQ. He should be a guy that Denver can just plug and play if they need to elevate somebody from their bench into rotation or from the rotation into the starting lineup if injuries hit. But he's got to be consistent. He's got to hit open threes. He's got to really buy in on the defensive end of the floor. If he does both of those things throughout the preseason, yeah, maybe he could get a couple minutes in the Nuggets' regular rotation beginning on opening night, but he's going to have to fight for those minutes because, like I said, he's probably behind Torrey Craig and Will Barton and Jeremy Grant and Paul Millsap at the two positions that he can play right now. Next up, sorry if I mispronounce your name, but Milan Mijalkovic on Twitter. What do you think about getting Bogdan Bogdanovich and what would the Nuggets need to give up to get him? I love me some Bogdan Bogdanovich the Serbian national Sacramento Kings wing. And you guys know this. If you listen to my podcast last week with Andre Simone, where we ranked our top 20 players at the FIBA world cup, I had Bogdan in like my top 13. I am very high on him. He's probably going to be Serbia's high scorer. I would think in most of these world cup games where the defensive attention will really be focused on Jokic. He's had 27, 28 points in some of these exhibitions. He can really shoot it. If you guys aren't familiar with him, I would recommend checking out his highlights. Unfortunately, Milan, I don't think the Kings are giving him up. I certainly wouldn't if I was Sacramento. In some potential hypothetical trade, Nuggets would probably have to start with a Malik Beasley who plays the same position as him and maybe go for there. But Bogdan Bogdanovich, I don't think he's a guy Sacramento's looking to give up for sure without paying a pretty penny for him. He's 27. He's not as young as you think. But he's a really good shooter. He's a good scorer. I think he's a guy the Kings want to definitely hang on to for a while. So don't anticipate Denver being able to acquire him. Let's move on here. Mark Matumble on Twitter writes, Game on the line, who shoots, Gary Harris or Jamal Murray? Well, let's just look at what happened last year. It was Jamal Murray taking a lot of clutch shots for Denver. He was second on the Nuggets in clutch field goal attempts. And that's, of course, when... 
the margin, the scoring margin is five points or less with five minutes or less remaining. Nikola Jokic led Denver with 71 field goal attempts in those situations. Jamal Murray was second at 67, so just behind. Gary Harris was fourth at 31. So Jamal Murray took more than twice the amount of clutch field goal attempts that Gary Harris did last season. Now look, Gary Harris is clutch. We've seen him hit game-winning shots before. He's closed games before. Who can forget that game-winning three he hit against the Thunder two years ago? But if the game's on the line, the ball's going to one or two guys right now. It's going to Nikola Jokic or it's going to Jamal Murray. And most likely, the play, the Nuggets pet set, their money play that they're going to run at the end of the games is a Jamal Murray, Nikola Jokic pick and roll. And if the defense converges on Jokic, Jamal Murray's going to pull up for a shot or a floater. If the defense converges on Jamal Murray or they just play that pick and roll straight up, he's probably going to find Jokic on the roll. So those two guys are going to get the majority of the shots with the game on the line next season. And if it comes down to Jamal Murray or Gary Harris, I think Michael Malone, based on what he did last year, is calling that play up for Jamal Murray. Let's hit a couple more before we take a second break. Dan Grave on Twitter asks, Cord cutters accessing Nuggets games as NBA Pass is blacked out. What's the solution there? Don't have a great answer for you, Dan, other than hit up Reddit. There's usually some streams posted on Reddit around the time Nuggets game starts that are typically pretty reliable. That's really the best option if you don't have cable right now. Altitude did come out with an app last year, the Altitude Now app, but of course you do need Comcast or Dish or Direct TV to connect via that. So I would say peruse Reddit, and usually you're able to find a stream there. It's probably your best option without cable. Corey from Florida chimes in on Twitter. Can Gary Harris one day be better than Kemba Walker? All-NBA third-team selection? Yeah, he can. Gary Harris is 24. I think he can still get a lot better in this league, and I think his two-way potential gives him the ability to someday climb higher and ascend to a stats above Kemba Walker. Look, we saw that. Gary Harris in the playoffs last year, he was fully healthy. He was locked in defensively. He was a game changer on that end of the floor. Kemba Walker's never been that. And offensively, I think he's a little underrated. I think Gary Harris has more to his offensive game than we've seen. And we probably didn't see that as much last year because of the injuries and he was a bit limited. He wasn't himself for much of the year on that end of the floor. But I think he does have another level to go offensively. I believe he's got another rung to reach, you know, I think he's obviously capable of being a 38, 39%, 40% shooter. He's done that multiple seasons before. I think he could get back there next year, too. He's a great finisher around the rim. His mid-range game has shown a lot of signs of development over the last couple of years. If he can just stay healthy, I think we'll see him climb another rung here if we're just speaking about his offensive game. Like Gary Harris, if you're telling me he can be an all-star in his career, I definitely think he could. He can definitely be one in the East. Not sure about the West. But I still think Gary Harris has not reached his potential. And if he stays healthy for a full season and plays, you know, 70 games next year, we'll see him not only be an all-NBA level defender, which I think he can be, but also I think we'll see his offensive game take another step as well. Before we hit this last break, do you want to remind you guys, if you're not subscribed to BSN Denver, we've still got our Broncos and Buffs training camp sales going on right now. And you can get 60% off a BS Endeavor subscription by using the code BRONCOSCAMP, all one word, all capitals, or BUFFSCAMP, all one word, all capitals. How to get that? BSEndeavor.com backslash subscribe. Enter that promo code. 
Broncos camp, all capitals, all one word, or Buffs camp, all capitals, all one word. That one's a little shorter. Might be easier to remember. But with this deal, you get 60% off a BS Endeavor subscription, and that comes out to just $2.91 a month. Just $2.91 a month for exclusive Nuggets, Broncos, Rockies content, interviews, analysis. You can't find this coverage anywhere else, guys. It's just $2.91 a month. You also get a free t-shirt of your choice from bsendeavor.com. And also, all our written content now in audio form. So if you're driving, you can't read our stories right now, just hit that little play button at the top of every story that you can see once you're logged in as a BS Endeavor subscriber. And you can have it read to you. A great feature that we developed here over the last couple of months, and we've gotten a lot of great feedback on, so we will keep doing that. Let's hit one final break. Still got a few other questions that I want to get to on the other side. We'll be right back. Piper Electric has been a part of the Denver community for over 35 years. Their reputation of being fairly priced, trustworthy, and dependable has allowed them to become one of the best Denver electrical contractor companies in the market. We believe Piper is the best because of their professionalism, because of their capability, because of their integrity, and because of the relationship we have built over the last year and a half with several of their key managers. That was Jim. He's been a customer of Piper Electric for over a year now and loves it so much that he recommends his own clients to them. Sometimes customers will ask us if we know of somebody who can be their regular electrician where they could call for anything from a small job to something much larger, maybe a remodel. And so we certainly have referred people to Piper and Piper to them. From residential, commercial, and industrial, Piper Electric can handle all of your electrical needs. They've done actually everything from repairing a small wiring situation with a circuit breaker panel to adding additional circuits, adding parking lighting. So really, they have become a one-stop shop for all of our needs. If you call today and use the promo code BSN, you will get $25 off your next service call. That's 303-646-6765 or go to piperelectric.com. We are back here on the BSN Nuggets podcast, Tuesday edition of the program. Harrison Wind here, as always. Quick reminder, quick programming note, guys. Taking a little vacation here before the start of Nuggets season, obviously, and really before the FIBA World Cup gets ramped up. We'll be back on the podcast September 2nd. Might be popping on every now and then for a quick segment here or there, but I'll be back hosting the show for sure on September 2nd, a week from next Monday. So quick little vacation ahead of the season before things really get started. But we will still be putting out shows. BSN Denver's Andre Simone will be hosting a couple. We'll also have some guests on too. And he's been on the podcast with me before, so you guys have heard his voice. So stay tuned for that. Let's finish up here with a final couple questions. I want to thank you guys again for always coming through with the good questions, good takes. This one comes from Jordan Scott. How do you think the Nuggets can best utilize their trio of talented ball handlers in the offense? And I guessing Jordan's talking about Jamal Murray, Monte Morris, and Nikola Jokic. I think the Nuggets should utilize them like they did last year. And Jamal Murray is typically recognized as this team's point guard. He's got the PG under him in the starting lineup or next to him, whichever way you want to say it. But Nikola Jokic is this team's point guard. He'll even bring the ball up at times. He initiates the offense. And I think that's best for this team. I think Jamal Murray is best when... He doesn't have to act like a true point guard at all times. He took a lot of strides in that department last season. If you look at Jamal Murray as a quote-unquote classic point guard heading into last year versus Jamal Murray as a classic point guard 
at the end of the season, at the end of that playoff run, at the end of that seventh game against Portland, he grew leaps and bounds in that area. He is a much better point guard now than he was at the beginning of last season, but I still think he's best used next to Nikola Jokic when he just doesn't have to run the Nuggets offense every time down the floor and can just kind of play his game, come off of screens, go into dribble handoffs, you know? So I think how the Nuggets have used Jokic and Murray last year and even the year before has been fantastic. And they've got a couple pet plays between them that have just been deadly for the Nuggets over the last couple of seasons. The 1-5 pick and roll where Jamal Murray is screening for Nikola Jokic. The Nuggets run that action more than any other screen and roll. And Murray and Jokic last season was the most used two-man screen and roll combo. Jamal Murray screened for Nikola Jokic more than any other player screened for any other player in the league last year. So I think the Nuggets have used those two ball handlers together perfectly. And when it comes to Monte Morris, I never want Monte Morris if I'm the Nuggets playing off the ball. He was amazing over the first half of last season. And when he was moved off the ball for Isaiah Thomas after the All-Star break last year, his play went on the decline. And he was not the type of player he was over the first few months of the season. Monte Morris needs to play backup pointer for the Nuggets. And whenever he's on the floor, he needs to be the one. He needs to be the primary ball handler, the primary initiator. That's where he's best. And without Isaiah Thomas on this team next season and without that guy on the second unit who's going to hijack the ball handling responsibilities from him, I don't see that happening. I see Monte Morris being the backup point guard, having the ball in his hands every time he is on the floor. So that's how I would use all three. I would keep using Jamal Murray and Nikola Jokic as Nuggets have. That synergy between those two has been great. They were great in the pick and roll last year. I spoke about this before, but with all the Nuggets injuries, they were kind of forced to rely on Jokic and Murray and rely on the pick and roll between those two guys, the Murray-Jokic pick and roll. And they developed an uncanny chemistry, those two did, because of the injuries to Gary Harris and Will Barton. Denver had to double down on that Murray-Jokic pick and roll. And I think it could be really good in the long run because those two developed a chemistry last year in that action that it really helped Denver and I think will really help them for years to come. And then when it comes to Monte Morris, just when he's on the floor, he's playing point guard. Even if he's on the floor with that bench unit like he was last year, alongside Jamal Murray, everybody knows Monte Morris is playing point guard. He's the lead ball handler. He's bringing it up, initiating the offense with that group. And I think he'll do that again next season. Final question of the show. This one comes from Jeff Cummings. Who's most likely to get traded at the trade deadline? And if you look into your crystal ball, will we regret the decision in the long run? Tough one here. Tough one here. You know, Jeff, if I had to say one player that could get traded before the deadline, if I'm looking into my crystal ball, I'm going to say Wancho. And that's tough, but he seems to be the most likely guy to be the odd man out here when just forecasting the Nuggets rotation. Mentioned this earlier, but He'll probably start the season unless he has a really strong training camp and preseason behind Will Barton, behind Torrey Craig, even behind Malik Beasley at the three. And I mentioned this on Monday show, but from what I'm hearing, Nuggets are going to have an open competition at the small forward spot. So guys will have the opportunity to earn minutes there, but Wancho is going to have to have a really special training camp and preseason to get penciled into that opening night rotation, I believe. And so he's the guy who just seems to be the odd man out. So if I had to pick one player to be traded, I'd say him. 
Will Denver end up regretting it? You know, it's tough to say because I'm a firm believer in Wancho. I think he's a player in this league. I think he's got an NBA skill set in terms of just his feel for the game, his IQ, his athleticism, his shooting. But, you know, it's tough to see him coming back to absolutely kill Denver, you know. Like, I think he can develop into a really competent role player, but we know he can be a competent role player if given playing time and if he's playing consistently. So, I mean, we've seen him do that in Denver. So to your question, Jeff, if I had to pick a guy who I think is most likely to get traded, I'd come down on Wancho. He just seems like the odd man out here to begin the season. Will Denver regret it? No, I'll say no, because he could develop into a seventh, eighth, ninth man, I think. But unless he just really comes on in the preseason and training camp, it's tough to see that happening because, you know, if he's the guy who he was that ended last season, he's probably going to start the season behind all those guys I just listed, which will really bury him early on. All right. Thanks for the question, guys. Got a lot of good ones over the last couple of days. I want to give a shout out to the few BSN Denver subscribers that left questions in the comment section on Monday's podcast and on Friday's podcast. That's the way to get priority on your questions. I'll answer all subscriber questions before the first break on every show that I do. So if you're not a subscriber, bsendenver.com backslash subscribe. Do that and you can join the fam. You can join thousands of other diehard Denver sports fans who have gone on this journey with us so far. And it's only going up for here. We got a lot of fun stuff planned over the next coming months and into Nugget season. So like I said, join the fam. Thanks for listening, guys. Like I said, heading out on a little vacation, but I'll be back hosting again on September 2nd. But keep it locked to the BSN Nuggets podcast. We're still putting out podcasts. We'll have some guest hosts here coming on in the interim. Talk to you guys later. As you guys may or may not know, taking care of your teeth is pretty important. Our friends at Green Mountain Dental Group are giving away a free Sonicare when you schedule a cleaning, x-ray, and exam. That's right. You simply have to take care of your teeth for Green Mountain Dental Group to hand over a free Sonicare. Check them out today online or call 303 988 to schedule your appointment today.